Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. What? What the fuck you guys do? I don't think we did this. Oh, you like that? You want another taste of this? Feather face? Uh, okay, the bird drops the person from 40 feet in the air. <laughs> You told me I... I, like, just run, not really thinking about what I'm doing, kind of with my arms out, and I feel like catch is, um... Break the fall? Yeah, I think they probably just kind of, like, land on me-ish, knock me down. These magic missiles strike this bird hard um, as it's moving to swoop back towards Sully and knock it into this roof. Um, And as you look up into this roof, you see... A dwarven man coming up and over the other side of this peak of this roof. I thought you were out to save the world. What? what why'd you have to bring it here? Hey, this wasn't us. I don't think we brought this here. Also, that was amazing, both of you. Oh, my goodness. Well, it looked like you needed a little assistance. Oh, I definitely do. And I sit down because I'm very weak. I broke my bow. Charmy comes over to you and says, this one, this one's on the house. Thanks, Charmy. You're the best. I think we can help you. And he looks down at his blade. Maybe if you take this one. Are you sure? I know you wanted the other one back. Maybe maybe we'll find the other one and I can bring them both back. If you find the other one, I'd love to see it. But there's, there's no more traveling in my future. This is for you. You all <laughs> climb aboard the carriage and set off on the road to head towards Timanther which was where you were heading all along. Gotta save the world. I know I said I wouldn't ask, but are we almost there yet? Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons... I am your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. Put your hands up! It's me, <laughs> and I play Sullivan Slight, a halfling lightfoot rogue. No, lightfoot halfling rogue. Nailed it! And Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Glim. I am a dragonborn paladin. And Tom Laird. Uh, that's me. I play Moot. He is a half-orc wild magic sorcerer. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. We always love to have guests on. And if you would find them from Discovery Debrief, Incomparable Podcast Network, 
They're voiceover artists. They're also Commander Stubby Stan in Elite Dangerous. Maybe we'll get some special stories. It's Cicero Holmes. Welcome. Well, thank you. That is me. Uh, and am I allowed to say who I'm playing? Absolutely, you can. Oh, cool. I am playing Dense. Uh, one of those bird things that I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Kokra? Yeah, an Eric Kokra bard. Well, it's lovely to have you, and thank you for playing Dense. Dense is a character uh, one of our patrons put together. Oh, that's awesome. Josh Dixon. So thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, Thanks, thank you. Josh. Thank you, Josh. Uh, yeah, so uh, Peek Behind the Curtain, Russ contacted me months ago about this, and in uh, in this year, that feels like years ago. Uh, Seems like a really does. <laughs> and, and said, hey, think about a character, and then- uh, when he told me that you can pick a character or we've got uh, our patron, one of our patrons made a character for us, um, you could play that one. And I was like, oh, done. So, <laughs> Josh, I hope that I do you proud with your creation dense. I'm certain that you will. And if not, we'll hear about it. We'll pass yeah, it along. There we go. Like screenshots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, that's one of the things you can do for us when you're a patron is give us uh, NPCs and items. All of that is available at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, John Williams. John Williams. Thanks, John Williams. Great The today. famous composer. Congratulations, I mean, guys. <laughs> Has he been wow. doing the score for us the whole time, Russ? <laughs> Wow, you I know, did not know we were pulling such big fish. Wow. Holy cow. Now that I know that John Williams is a patron of ours because it was a random poll, I'm going to be contacting you for all the sweet music, Sir John. <sighs> Hopefully you're the right John Williams. Wow. Well, either, well, way, either, way. either way, you're either composing way, music for music. us. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, find out more at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play. Oh, shit. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Cicero's like, crap, we're doing this now? All right. Let's do this. The road is long and has brought troubles and boons. In equal fashion for Moot, Glim, and Sully. After having wearily left the town of Shill Oaks. Where do we find Moot, Glim, and Sully? The state of being, not necessarily the location, but how... How are you feeling about this? Well, I don't know. Did I get a boon or not? <laughs> well, you you lived through the experience in Shill Oaks, so <laughs> well, I'm so probably, not. <laughs> so not. I don't know. I think I think Sullivan Slate's a little sketched out. I think every crack in the forest as they go down, he's like, oh, what's, oh god, you guys, I'm fine. What was that? Um, I think Glim is unsurprisingly just peppy and optimistic just looking forward she we are on the way now she is walking towards the place or i guess wagoning towards the place where she can start to fulfill her destiny to save the world with her dear friends so yeah i think i think glim is uh just happy and peppy probably jogging alongside the wagon gotta keep in shape if you're gonna declare your oath you know into mantha uh moot's a little trepidatious He's been doing a lot of magic-related things and hasn't had a wild magic surge in a while, so he's a little—he's uh, a little interested to see if that's going to happen sooner or later. His hair is so fucking unkempt right now. 
Every time he gets dressed, he's like, do my clothes fit? Have I grown? Have I shrunk? He's he's Harry Pottering it. He's like trying to flatten his hair, but it's just not working. (laughs) Uh, Spending another 10 day on the road with wild haired moot. You're traveling um, both by carriage and by boat. Quick question. Do we have pseudo Rolf with us? You have Rolf. Is that what we decided, or is this a clone of Rolf, or yeah. does it matter? Or, or did we choose not to know, because do you want to know if you have the clone? I think we chose not to know. So we've got Rolf. Okay. Right? He came on the boat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rolf's with you. You're, you're riding right. aboard the carriage. Rolf, for those who don't know, is a donkey. He's our uh, donkey. Mm. There's a few questions. <laughs> if you would like to know more about Shill Oaks, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where there's a two-part Halloween bonus episode coming your way. And we'd love for you to hear it. But you've been traveling aboard your carriage. You've taken the boat across the open sea. And you've made it to a small town along your travels called Simbar. You're in a tavern. You decided to take the night uh, to rest. And you've come across an interesting individual. Well, hello. Hello. Well, it's really for you to come right up to our booth here and stuff. Hello. Well, I mean, I see people, so I say hello to them. Hi, guys. My name is Dense. How you doing? Not too bad, Dense. Why don't you, why don't you pull up a stool and tell us your story? Oh, okay. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at telling stories because, uh, if you can't tell... I am a bard extraordinaire. You certainly have the voice for a good bard. Well, don't you know it? <laughs> but uh yeah, well, you know, I'm uh I'm just traveling around and uh it's what I'd like to call a gig economy. So I'm you know, I'm just uh trying to make a couple of coppers, maybe a silver Maybe a couple of golds, if you know what I mean. Uh, dare to dream, my friend. Dare to dream. That's right. If you dream high, you can soar higher than I do. Because I can fly, baby. Oh, I see there. You got some wings. That's awesome. Uh, as you're sitting down and discussing uh, life on the road, maybe give uh, a dense a little description here as to what what we see. So, uh, so dense is... Uh, a, a, a you know one of those things that I can't say. Eric Okra. <laughs> yes, I'll just keep inserting it over yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Eric Okra. Okra. <laughs> um, and and what's what's really unique about him is there are splashes of color. Uh, it's it's there is like there's a red right in the middle, and then there is blue on either sides of of the red in the middle of his head. And then it's green, uh, green on the outsides of the blue, and then gold right by his temples. So it's like he's colored his hair in these rainbows. Um, but 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 that's you know it's just who he is. Uh, but it gives you know it brings a lot of attention to him. But then if you look at the rest of him, he's got uh, a black fur face or black feathered face. Uh, and then a very dark uh, black breast. But then on the outside, 
his wings are white. Uh, and then, you know, then you go down to his legs and he's got regular gold legs. Um, he probably would stand about six and a half feet tall if he were if he were standing. But he's always kind of like crouched down almost like a, a chicken. So when he's, you know, it's like in this perpetual crouch. So he's probably about five foot eight. I think we all know someone who could probably stand there straightest and look a lot taller than they actually are, but don't. I was, I was so wondering. Amy was giving Russ such a look, and I was like, what is that face about? Oh, it's because he's very tall, and he doesn't stand up straight. It's true. I, I mean, can confirm. Sort of a desk can confirm. All day, everybody. Right. Can confirm. Because when he actually stands up straight, you're like, oh, you're very tall, Russ. You're actually you a reach, large man. You can reach the tall shelves. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's lovely. Oh, Thank you for wow. that. No um, problem. Sullivan's light, I think, looks... Sorry, it's dense, right? Not dunce. No, not, <laughs> not dunce. Okay. It is dense. Okay. Although, everyone keeps saying that. I don't understand why. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. But what I did want to tell you is that you're fucking beautiful. Look at your oh. colors. Well, like if you're not getting jobs thrown at you left, right, and center, you you need a better um, uh, job job tier. Oh, you mean like a a manager? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I don't I don't have one of those, but uh, maybe I could use one because a lot of times I think I do silver work, but I keep getting the coppers. So if. If maybe if you find a manager and you can bring them to me, I could start making more silvers. What do you think? I, I don't know. Glim, this looks like a side quest. Like, I have no idea. Should we help Dense find a manager? Do you think that will help us save the world eventually? I am also taken in by his extreme physical beauty, which is very shallow of me, I know, but... Well... I mean, it's one beautiful creature standing next to another beautiful creature. I mean, just look at us. Just two very tall, one very shiny, one very colorful. I mean, we really make quite a team. Man, you guys should Zumba together. He can do the music. (gasps) You can do the proselytizing. It'd be be amazing. Sully, that is a a genius genius idea. Are you guys trying to save the world? I'm trying to save the world through entertainment. So we can save the world together and make money while we're doing it. I do like making money, you guys. Oh, yeah. I love this. What kind of uh, entertaining do you do? Well, you know, I'm a pretty good storyteller. I can sit there and I always seem to when I tell a story, everyone starts laughing. So I must be pretty funny. She like maybe like a comedian. <laughs> I'm looking at Carla's face. Carla, stop it. <laughs> I I need a post-it note right there. No, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Could your internet be working less tonight? Just turn off your video. So you're like a comedian or something. Well, I guess I'm a comedian. I just talk and then people start laughing. That, that sounds like a, yeah, like what that I, is to me. That's pretty sure that's exactly what that is. Oh, for sure. Well, well, what if what if we like do it together? Oh, well. So we become like a like a 
I think I've heard this term before. It's called the a troop. We'll go in and we'll take the whole tavern by storm. I like it. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if we have the same skills you have to perform and entertain. I mean, maybe my friends are very, very clever. So, so maybe. I mean, really what we're doing, we're heading to Tamanther to help save the world or it's just a step on a very long plan for saving the world so that's you know we're just we're just here for the night how about you sounds like you travel around a lot too well i like uh i like tamantha i i really do it reminds me of this old show that i used to watch when back in my own town it was called Who's the Boss? They kept talking about going to Tamantha. Tamantha. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, I think I saw that one. It did uh, it traveled around and uh, did the little the, the plays in the in the square and stuff and, there we go. and yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, it kinda it's kinda what inspired me. So maybe I need to go to Tamantha. Because I think it might be a sign. It might be a sign. Yeah. I guess I think that's settled. Moot? Yeah, you're being a little little quiet there. Uh, it's just there's a lot of things going on and I don't know anything about Tamantha and but I mean if if it's where we need to go and, and that's part of Glim's destiny, like let's let's go make it happen. So wait a minute. You don't have a destiny? I'm not really sure what it is. Like, the, I haven't had a vision uh, since I was young telling me I was going to save the world. Oh, but Moo, you know you two are part of my destiny, so it's your destiny too. We're all destined together to save the world. We're like Destiny's childs. Oh, the children see, of Destiny. <laughs> say say her name. Say her name. <laughs> Glim, is can Bahama? you handle this? Is that a woman? Amy? Is- can you? Oh wait, Sully, can wait. you handle this? <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this, Jello. <laughs> well, if we if we're here for too long, we'll have lots of bills, bills, bills. <laughs> After that's okay. I was just waiting for to see if there was one more. Beyonce you know? does right, not right. need our help. Yeah. No, no, I don't no. think that's, so. No. All I kept thinking was Beyonce songs, and I was like, no, we're, no, no, damn it. We're independent women. Come yeah. on, there was. We're, yeah. we're all survivors, <laughs> survivors <laughs> etc., etc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Scrubs, and I was like, wrong. Mm, TLC, wrong. wrong. Yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Uh, after a jovial night of ale, stories, and many songs, the four of you hop aboard the next day, the carriage, heading back out on the road. It would take the group another ten day before reaching the outskirts of Gerard Thamar within the Timanther region. The road from Simbar was at times troublesome bringing all manners of difficult terrain and creatures looking for an easy meal. We see Moot and Glim leading Rolf, the group's trusted donkey, through a particularly rough patch of the Adder Swamp, Sully and Dents riding in the wagon. 
when one of the wheels of their carriage is wedged deep into the muck of the swamp. Well, uh, you guys seem like you you might have a problem here. Ah, I don't have any problems because I can keep going. <laughs> well, it's super nice for you, actually. It's really a- appreciated that you got out of the wagon because you you're really big and and heavy. And but I can't step down because it's sticky. You guys, it's so sticky. It is really sticky. Um, does anyone have vehicle proficiency? Mm, I mm. don't. I looked at my character sheet. Remember those? Oh. Yep. <laughs> I thought maybe secretly I've had vehicle proficiency this whole time and mm. just didn't remember. No. no, no, not not the case. It'd be under where it says proficiency. <laughs> I think I, I, I think we'd go with like animal handling over vehicle because you know it's just the wheel stuck. You said or it's broken? Uh, no, it's, it's stuck, stuck in the muck. Okay. Oh, uh, yuck. Well, yuck. Uh, so dense is flying above everyone. After he he squawked, he is now flying above them. And what they notice as he's flying is because he's such a big being, his flaps are creating wind. And dense, even though he is dense, is not so dense that he doesn't realize that maybe the flapping of his wings will help push the mud away from the wheel to potentially get the cart unstuck. So... Uh, I, for Dents, would like to cast Warding Wind. Um, uh, yes, To see do. if we can get this thing unstuck. Um, and uh, now remind me of the range of Warding Wind and then how high is Dents flying up? So it is uh, 10 feet above. So Dents is probably about 8 feet above the, the, the carriage. Um, he's just kind of f- floating in the air. Um, and a, so as D&D Beyond says, a strong wind, 20 miles per hour, blows around you in a 10 foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for the spell's duration. The wind has the following effects. It deafens you and other creatures, extinguishes unprotected flames, it hedges out vapor, gas, or fog that can be dispersed. The area is difficult, uh... Difficult terrain for other creatures than you. The attack rolls, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so will I be able to use Warding Wind to potentially uh, get rid of this mud that we're stuck in? Maybe a strong wind would dry it out a little bit and yeah. allow the wheels oh. to roll uh, over it. Mm-hmm. I would, I would say, yeah, absolutely. So it's ten foot around you. It's a right. It is a ten foot radius. Okay, so you could probably position yourself. So I mean, Sully would take the brunt of the wind as well. <laughs> His tunic flies up. He pushes it down in the center, Marilyn Monroe style, and is all like, "Whoa!" <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd be definitely be able to like you know start to dry push the mud, and then the wind would subsequently dry it out, giving. Glim and Moot enough time to roll a combined strength check. Okay. Granting probably advantage because of the boon that Dense is bringing to this. So many boons. Uh, 16. Uh, 17. Dense flies up and begins flapping his wings. Sully, you're caught in the middle as you're deafened. 
by the by the sound of these flapping wings. I'm so gonna talk real loud from now on for like a minute. <laughs> Moot and Glim, you begin to feel it ease up as you kind of rock it back and forth and begin to uh, get some traction as the mud dries out, but pushes away and dries out beneath you, and uh, get back up on the quote unquote trail that you were on that was sludge more than anything um, and are able to uh, continue moving forward hey you guys got it good job yeah (laughs) Yeah. well you guys really need me I should stick around huh well you know if it wasn't for me you'd still be stuck I'm sorry come again yeah, well, I said, if it wasn't for me, you would still be stuck. Yeah, I, I think I get the tunic half off. I... Oh, well, that was, that's really good. That was a great deal. Glim and Moot roll a perception check. <laughs> like, what is Sullivan screaming about back there? Jesus. Uh, uh, it wasn't great, Russ. That's a solid two. Sweet. Oh, my God. Uh, 14. Uh, you're trying to figure out where Sully got the tunic half off. Uh, Perfect. Uh, but, Glim, you hear, you get moving again, and you hear up um, kind of beyond the trees. It's it's very dense overbrush, but you hear, like, movement coming from behind trees, kind of like a, a squeaking sound, um, and... Not heavy foot pads, but definite like scratching movement among the trees and um, through the through the brush. Am I still deafened? Uh, yeah, you can't hear a thing. <laughs> can you guys hear that? It sounds like there's something up ahead. I'm hoping they're not rodents of unusual size, although we are in a swamp and apparently everything is an 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, should I be rolling as well? Uh, yeah. Now that she's now that you've, your attention has been drawn, you can. Uh, everybody can roll it. Well, you can't roll. You're deaf. Um, but everybody else can roll at advantage. Uh, for uh, perception roll. Perception. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's good, you guys. Nineteen was my roll. My roll was worse than my two. Wow, I'll let you Tom. guys fill in the blank on that one. Wow. Oh, really had to try What's for your that plus? one. What's A zero I'm, for oh. I was going to say, must must be a zero yeah. or a minus. Or a minus. There is no plus for that. I looked too long directly at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sun. It's like over brush. Over brush? brush? What is it? Yeah. Is it a canopy? Dense over brush. Over brush. <laughs> Yeah, I, you did say overbrush. Which is that? Are those words? I, I'm sure I it's don't the same think thing. Those are things. Don't judge me. I mean, underbrush yes. definitely is a thing. Yeah, a canopy overhead. I don't know about this overbrush. What is overbrush? It's a real um, stag, stalagmite, I mean, stalactite situation. <laughs> so, uh, so I rolled seventeen. Okay, uh, so seventeen on uh, one, and sorry, Glim, what did you get? Nineteen. Okay. Um, Moot's really stumped by this half-off tunic. Still, yeah, still just trying just, to. And was it half it off the price, or was it because it was blown half off? You don't even know. Uh, or is oh. it because it's small? Because you're a small person. Maybe it was is that a full-size what, was it half tunic. The price? And I cut it in half. I took half of it off. Exactly. Nobody knows. It's what a Sally's real mystery. About. Moot's trying to solve. 
dense and glim, uh, you turn with barely enough time to see a humanoid-sized rat <laughs> jump out from behind the trees towards Moot. Um, who's going to make a couple attacks at Moot. Uh, so a 14 and an 8 to bite. Uh, yeah, that hits. Great. Uh, you're going to take uh, four piercing damage, as well as a constitution saving throw, please. What do you think you'd yell if you got bitten by a rat? My rolls have been great so far, so let's do that. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, that's a 24 on the uh, constitution saving throw. Uh, wow. Okay. So, so one f- extreme to the other. And you said I took how much damage? Four piercing damage. And now roll for initiative, please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I feel like I'm in the, I feel like I'm sitting in the back of the wagon talking to myself. Uh, that's a three <laughs> plus five is eight. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, this, this checks out. I'm not sure what's happening. I can't hear an attack going on. I'm not paying attention. Uh, 17 for me. 12. 10. All right, Glim, you are up first as you see this, uh, large rat jumping at your friend Moot, biting into his arm. Okay, then I am going to use this nice long sword that I didn't mention, but I picked up in Simbar, and it's, like, really sweet, and we went to the shop, and I bought it, and it's great. What? <laughs> I think I was supposed... Wasn't I supposed to come up with a reason how I ended up with the sword? Yeah, the dude gave it to you. He gave it to you. Yeah. Oh. Well, no undertask. Well, <laughs> no, that's fine. I had a note that was like, where? come up with where you got the sword. <laughs> Never mind. No. You're good. You, you, you own Just it. Just kidding. Outright. Didn't steal it off of anybody. It's not It's not mortgaged. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I'm going to attack with this long sword, and that is not great, but it is a 14. Uh, 14 does hit. It is 16 damage. Hoofa doofa. Does wow. anyone yell anything at any point while they're fighting? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I want to save it for when it seems like it's the maybe when another one appears the right or something. Time. Uh, okay, it's the it's the rat's turn, and it's going to turn and try and bite you as well as try and hit you with its short sword. So the bite is going to be a sixteen to hit. It will not work. I'm scaly flesh. Okay, then the short sword definitely will not hit. Uh, we go to moot. Is this thing locked onto my arm? What's the, what's the deal uh, here? No, it unattached as Glim approached, so you're uh, it's still within range of both you and Glim at this point. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. So I kind of shimmer a little bit. And uh, um, That's kind of my look, actually. Mm, sorry, Rude. had to steal it. <laughs> uh, want to roll to see if you trigger your table? Oh, yes, please. Trigger. Mm-hmm. Trigger. Trigger. I mean, uh, this is seven, so I think it's not not good, good enough. Uh, nope. So, we'll say, because you said you've been casting and stuff and nothing's triggered, so we'll say you are you were at a six. Okay. Uh, so, next time, if you roll a seven or lower. Sounds good. You trigger. That's awfully kind of you. Well, 
We didn't talk about it before. It's so, true. Uh, Dents, it's your turn. All right. Well, uh, Dents is going to see this rat, uh, and immediately his uh, bird-like instincts take over. And he jumps up in the air and he swoops down with his talons to attack this rat. Excellent. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> oh, uh, does a 21 hit? Yes, it does, sir. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Or did it? Because uh, <laughs> I just rolled 1d4 minus 1 and rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you must still be able to do one damage. Yeah. How do you have a no, minus one zero, to attack? That's wild. <laughs> so you're like, so okay, knowing that it's zero damage, you like, you like clamp in, but it's not super right. tight. Yeah. Do right. you just like go for the nipples or something? And you're just like, <laughs> right. did I like just grab the clothes and just rip his clothes? <laughs> there you go. Is the rat wearing clothes? Not the flesh. Uh, the rat is uh, wearing clothes. Oh, yeah. There we absolutely. Go. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, swamp rats often do. And now you're just like, ha! Right now, now your nipples are exposed. That's right. It's my half now price you look tunic stupid. Now. Huh? Right. <laughs> Sully, what are you doing? You probably at least noticed. Did I something? I, you tell me. What is Sully doing? This was my Im- imagining, but oh, it's not a covered cart though. I just imagined Sullivan Slight was sitting down, um, kind of like hands between his legs, just like. Uh, thinking he's humming quietly to himself, but it's really like, just like real loud, awkward humming. Okay, coming up behind you. (laughs) But you haven't noticed that the cart stopped moving again? I mean, we started rolling on, just nothing. Well, Rusty, let me finish. I said it wasn't, it's not a covered cart, though, right? So I likely would see a scuff. Well, yeah, you see the okay, you see the scuffle probably as you're finishing humming, uh, but coming up behind you is another one of these were rats. Uh for he's gonna hit you for a twenty two with his bite. Oh, or their bite, bites, rather. That works. Damn. Uh, so Wait, hold on. Did we have a long rest in uh you would have had a long rest between now and Okay. Then I'm gonna make sure that I have Oh yeah, you're not almost dead. Yeah. So I don't even get to do anything? This thing's just gonna attack me? Fine. Yeah, well it's it's the thing's turn. So you said it was mine. No, that's, I asked you what you were doing. It demands to be able to do something about it, right? I, I gave you the, the thought that it could be your turn, but I asked you what you were doing. Uh, so four piercing damage and a constitution saving throw, please. Ah, ha, ha. 19. Okay, you still take four piercing Well, damage. I will. Great. Uh, and now it's your turn. How long does the deafen thing take? Yeah. And a, a minute? The deafen thing? The, yeah, yeah, the deafen. Oh, for? yeah. Oh, let's let's take a look. Look that up, sister. That was your fault. <laughs> yeah, that was that was <laughs> my fault. It's okay. Uh, I like it when a yeah, weird so mechanic comes in like that, where it's just like it, up to ten minutes. Oh yeah, to, that's, oh. well, no, that's the duration of the spell. Oh, okay. but it doesn't say how long the deafen works. Oh. Maybe a turn. Yeah, well, and I mean, we that were makes traveling. Sense. Action. Yeah, I mean, we and kept then, going kept after going. that. And then you got moving, and then the thing attacked. So, I'm sure. yeah. I think now that you've been hit, you, the ringing stops in your ears. Yeah. So the I adrenaline. Ju- yeah. I just will has, suffer from has unrung your ears. Tinnitus. That does, yeah. For, for the rest of my life. Uh, okay. <laughs> All thanks to dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
every once in a while, I just want you to put like you know that high pitch, just like whine that you hear in your ear, and then I'm yeah, just gonna go. Sound, Can you yeah. hear that? Yeah. Just yeah. every like six episodes. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. So this thing has come from behind me and is like what on my like, shoulder? Yeah, like bit your shoulder. I would like to. Do I get a two hand attack if I've got daggers? Uh, yeah, you'd roll. Yeah. You could roll. I think you've got two weapon fighting. Two yeah. weapon fighting. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to do is, uh, as it bites me, uh, I've got my daggers on my person. I'm going to unsheathe my daggers and stab backwards at whatever is behind me. Please be cool. Please Ooh, be don't cool. roll a one. Fuck. 11. Uh, 11 That's does two not ones. hit. 11. Two ones. Uh, 11 still does <laughs> still does not hit. Sorry. Do you, uh, I, I just experienced like deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> you guys think I'm dancing to my own arming? rat latched onto his shoulder. Yep. Good God. Um, cool. All right. Back to the top. Glim. There are two now two rats in play. Brutal. Okay. Well, I'm going to attack the one I was already attacking right. again. That is a 25. Uh, 25 is good. Yeah. Okay. And Just that is 11 damage. <laughs> Just getting like... Uh, okay, tell me how you kill this rat. Well, I guess it has engaged with Moot again since I was last fighting with it. Did it bite you at you, Moot, or what was it, it doing? Its last action was going for you, Glim, but both of you are within melee range. Okay, well, I think just probably really traditional, um, just like a sword right through the chest. I haven't learned a lot of fancy new tricks with my new sword. It's pretty... Pretty much just the, the straight stabbing. Yeah, the I'm meat not, and potatoes option. Yeah, just used yeah, to it. it's not. Perfect. Yeah, it's just some old vanilla impalement. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Get fancy with it oh. after you swear. Just a little rat kebab. I, yeah. right. I haven't been doing a lot of fencing lessons on the road or anything. You so. impale it and it um, like hugs into your sword and then slides off and down into the muck. Moot. Uh, this other one that's left is attached to Sully? Yeah. Yeah, they're dancing together now. Okay. <laughs> on top of the cart, so like it's it is a bit of a stage. It's a go go nice. thing going on there, yep. yep. Right. Sure. Uh that seems rather iffy for a lot of the options that I have. Uh but you Please know what? Please don't set me on fire. Uh, let's let's do another spell. Let's throw some magic missile because I know that one will hit my target. So That's true. <laughs> is it gonna explode beside me though? You know what? Whatever. It's, Go it's for magic it. missile. It hits the target. It okay, hits good. the target. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Am I going to be um, deaf in that ear? Probably. Okay, I'll roll you damage, Russ, and then I'll roll the d20 again. Yeah. So, six damage. Okay. Magic missile's going off. And then it's... Uh, roll your d20. Uh, 18. So, should okay. be good to go. And So, eight or below. And Dense, it's your turn. All right. Well, uh, so Dense is going to... Uh, he sees Sully attacking this... Or being attacked by this creature. And and Sully made Dense feel feel welcomed with this group. And, and this makes Dense feel a little uh, upset that his new friend is being attacked. So he pulls out the frightful sword of reflection and he goes and he swings at this where at 18 to hit. 
Uh, that hits. Like, so when he comes around, he goes to stab it in the leg. He swings because he knows that that's the place where Sully is not. Okay. So he goes to, like, stab it in the leg, like, through the thigh Very for seven, seven points of damage. Awesome. So, yeah, your blade goes down through the leg. So, like, through and, like, into the carriage or just, like, through, like, the, the meat and then... Through through the meat, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah. Perfect. Just to try trying to and find a way a... to stab me. Stop. Right. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm trying to... Was, it, was right. it into the carriage? Was it maybe right where Sullivan's leg like, was, was sitting? Right into the heart of the person <laughs> you are trying to protect? <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yes, absolutely. That works perfect. It's this uh, where rats turn. Um, and they let out a shriek after they've been struck by multiple magic missile bolts and now a blade. Uh, they look around. Uh, do you retract the blade or do you leave it in the, the leg? Uh, so I, yeah, so Dents stabs this this were rat in the leg and then he pulls it out and as he's pulling it out sully gets a view of the hilt of this sword it's uh polished almost like mirror mirrored polish and it's got uh two dragon wings on it and they're like the the handle itself is a boar's hide handle and he just pulls the sword out and it actually kind of looks more majestic with blood coming off of it as it retracts from the leg than it did going in. Oh man, thank you so much for saving me with your beautiful sword. Well, you know, uh, I've got to protect my friends. You're pretty friendly. It's a nice sword, don't you think? It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, The rat disengages and begins to run off and into the forest. Makes it 30 feet into the trees. Sully's turn. Sully's like, not today, bitch. And um, (laughs) takes out his short bow. And, ah, 22. Let's an arrow fly at this rat. 22 is better than 11. It still hits. Double 11. (laughs) Don't math at me. Yeah. It was both Uh, of those rolls before combined. Six. Because, of course, I rolled the least amount of damage where, possible. Uh, where are you aiming for on this rat? His back. Okay. You uh, know, the big target. Your bolt goes and strikes deep into the back, and it flops down into the muck. And don't come back. Uh, Glim and Moot, you look down at the, uh, the, the rat that you had dispatched of, and you now see before you a human creature dead in the muck oh well i mean that's unfortunate i guess we have to assume that the wants of the human just are expressed when they're turned into a rat right everybody i i, I guess yeah uh, that makes anyone... you sleep at night sure yeah that's that sounds good <laughs> sure why not yeah yeah i'm sure that's the way it is i'm sure we didn't just just kill a couple humans who were under some kind of spell or something. It's fine. They were it's fine. they were rat people. You must take care of the rat people. Sometimes they're pretty tasty. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? Now he's a human. Yeah. You probably don't. You don't want any of. No, the, um, you know. Yeah. They taste better as rats. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, maybe next time if we encounter any of these um, 
、uh, rat people again, we could probably just knock them out instead of trying to like straight up murder them. Because now、Ooh. we know, right? We know better. Now we don't、yeah, have we to、know. kill them. We could not、oh, kill them. I could just eat them. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Sullivan Slate doesn't know what to say. <laughs> okay, you continue forward. Yes, gotta find that citadel. You clear the swamp, taking a day in the next town to、uh, repair any possible damage to the carriage and rest yourself.、Uh, you gather directions from where you are. Um, to enter the Timanther region, and it's、uh, along the rolling hills off the Riders of the Sky mountain range.、Uh, you are warned to be weary of trolls, pterodons, and creatures of the Underdark when coming upon the mountains,、um, and to avoid going through them if possible, especially during the night. Your Party heads off the next day, and you find yourself traveling for a couple days. And you follow along the path as it's getting towards nighttime,、um, and the path、uh, goes up and into part of the mountain range at night、um, as you are as you are、uh, traveling closer to nighttime. Like I'm not a sissy or anything like that, but I guess like people explicitly told us. Not to come in here、uh, when it's nighttime because it's like all dangerous and stuff. And I'm and I'm just saying, what if we kill something that is actually a real true person in the daytime, but is in fact not in the nighttime? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, I guess I think if we could、um, not fight any creatures of the underdark. That would be better. Like good night's sleep, fight creatures of the underdark. I'm gonna vote good night's sleep. I'm gonna say maybe we can just make camp here, not head into the mountains at night. As Sully said, we were explicitly told not to. And、do. I never followed directions. What do you guys think? So, you know, it's true. I mean, we should do it if only for that reason. Yeah, this is unprecedented. Or maybe we shouldn't do it because I'm saying it now. I'm now. I don't. I don't. I can't trust my own judgment. Oh well.、Uh... But we're outside already, so aren't the things outside? Can't they get us since we're outside already? Hmm. Yeah, Dens makes point, a good Dance. point. Dens is making a good point. Oh, they oh, can't get us because we are outside. Um. It it seemed like maybe they couldn't. They're like stuck in the mountain range. I mean,、Ooh. based on what we heard, but maybe we should. Not go into the mountains at night, but make sure we keep a good watch. Take turns doing a good watch overnight, just in case. As you said, we are outside. Yeah, they're outside. Yeah, you're right. That that's probably. You know what? Because I mean, we don't want to be sitting ducks. It's not like we're all going to be snoozing. Yeah. What do you think, Moot? I think so. I mean, I'd hate to chance it. So yeah, let's just let's do the watch thing. It'll be all good. Can I do first watch? Because it's impossible to wake me up once I'm sleeping. Sure. Okay. It's the middle time now, and we're talking about stuff about Patreon, probably. 
Wow. I thought you'd come in with Bare Naked Ladies since we all just did a sing-along with it, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And it was, it was an original Russ Moore joint, and it was it, beautiful. You know, the, the, the old BNL, they gave me a call and were like, stop ripping off my songs. <laughs> uh, so I have to come up with my own now. I'd be really excited if we I were wish told that to was like, true. fuck off. I <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Ladies. <laughs> you need you to stop. just stop. Yep. Could you just? <laughs> um, where we don't stop, can't stop, won't stop is over on patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where we have so many. You know what? I counted up all of the bonus episodes. How many? What are it's we at? It's over 130. Whoa. 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 Really? Yeah. Wow. We spent yeah. a lot of time doing this. Hey, guys. So, <laughs> we really do. Do we have nothing else this going is our on? Whole lives, mm-hmm. All we want to do is yep. just provide audio content for all you beautiful people. I, I, I looked through them. I was like, uh, some of them that was just clearly Russ. This was like, yeah, let's do something fun. But others are stuff you you clearly uh, said that we'll do many of these. So thank you, thank you, and, th- Tom, and thank you, thank for you, listening. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, Tom, for DMing. Uh, most of that content. DMing Russ's it's shenanigans. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Whole other That's characters, right. whole other games, whole other storylines. Janitors, maybe, which maybe is. Maybe more loosey goosey? I don't know. It's hard <laughs> to say, maybe. but. I mean, Russ for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Russ as a, as a player. Oh boy. Good times. Good times, <laughs> I think is what everybody means to say. And you can get your hands on that or like. Your ears on that? Your ears? You can get your you can get that in your ears. Well, use your hands mm-hmm. to go to patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Yes. Then beam that shit into your ears. Beam also it. by using your hands. Also using you your have hands. to press play. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Hands and ears. You could probably get them into your hands if you if you got them, because you can download them once you get them and then like find, get like a a digital to cassette kind of feel. <laughs> I like where you're going. Yeah. This. Make yeah. some okay. good, just some needlessly little, complicated. I'm into it. Uh, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just I'll burn put that, some CDs. Put that on. Just burn Sound. a CD. Yeah. Oh, this, this, there's something here. We need to figure out how to do cassettes again. <laughs> uh, we need to create a Dungeons and Dragons physical library. If you're ever in Edmonton, come and rent one, <laughs> one of our episodes. We'll be like the new Blockbuster. That's right. $5, you get it for two days. If it's a day late, it's another $5. It's really going to suck, though, when someone rents, like, episode 92 and then doesn't return it, and that person Uh. that is after them gets to that episode and then is like, well, guess I'll just never know what happened in episode 92. You know what? I'm really happy that uh, podcasts work the way they do after talking about this. I'm just like, well, maybe this isn't the best idea. In, but we won't know till we instead, do it. So what if you, you updated five dollars a month and had like all the access to all of the things the whole time instead of five dollar daily cassette fees? <laughs> amazing. What an amazing you know, thing we're offering. That would be if pretty good. If that's the alternative, then I think it's a steal of a deal at half the price. So patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. At our five dollar tier, you get access to, like we said, over 130 episodes. Whoa. I just math on that is it's pennies per episode right now. Yeah, we're not gonna do that math for you. A whole bunch of episodes, and we want to share them with you. So go check them out. And now let's get back to the episode with Cicero Holmes. Isn't he just a delight? Make sure you check the links down in the description and follow him wherever he is on Discovery Debrief. Go check them all out. Follow him on Twitter. You won't be disappointed. Thank you, Cicero, for joining us. Enjoy the episode. We enter first watch. Roll me percentile dice, please. I don't want to. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) It never goes well. 
And then some kittens come out of the forest. Right. You play with <laughs> them for 30 minutes. And, and it's Dungeons wonderful. And kittens, 95. Okay. You uh, make it through your watch. You hear from up in the mountains, like shrieks. And off in the distance, echoes of growls. And you even, uh, at one point, um, think you hear like pebbles rolling down one of the sides of the mountains, not too far from where you set up your camp. Uh, but you make it through without any major incident. I mean, apart from all the psychological damage that I've I know, it sounds like it was very scary. Um, I've got my, like, I've got a... <laughs> and the lack of kids. A staff in one hand. I've got my staff in one hand. I've got a dagger in the other. And ev- at every single noise, Sullivan is like, ah! like, <laughs> And I'm sure that's great to sleep through. I Sullivan Sight walks over to, we didn't decide who, so I'm just going to poke Moot with my stick. Hey, Moot, can I sleep in your sack because it's warm already? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, Tell you you go for it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do the watch now. Mm, thank you. Percentile dice, Russ? Yes, please. Okay. I highly suggest 95. All right, let's go for 95. <laughs> Nobody said it didn't change everything. Holy really. shit, 94. No. <laughs> Tom, you tried your hardest and almost did it. I almost did it. It says two above 90 in a row. Kittens walk out of the mountains. <laughs> a tiny cat walks out of the mountains towards you. I mean, you still hear the shrieks and the moaning and the stuff coming from the mountains, but this tiny cat walks up to you. It looks a little famished. It gives you that... Puss in Boots look. I I make that, like, noise that sometimes cats really like. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. Make an animal handling uh, check. (laughs) I dig out, like, a little bit of milk from our provisions. We would probably have milk. How do you dig out milk? Where do you keep your milk? Well, it's, like, (laughs) in amongst the stuff. Just loose milk. (laughs) milk. milk. I mean, you've been traveling for two ten days at this point. (laughs) So, right. We oh, so probably stopped. no milk then. It was pasteurized. We I thought just we, stopped. I thought we hit a town. <laughs> sure, you just stopped. Yeah, Didn't we days. just hit a town? We yes. Sure did. And Moot was like, just in case I find any kitties. Right? <laughs> you never know. You got to be. Got to be ready. We've That's somehow right. transitioned to elite dangerous. Everything's dehydrated. There you go. Powdered milk. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And I, I pour a little bit of milk for this for this kitty cat. Did you roll animal handling? Amongst me making fun of you for digging out milk. <laughs> I had not, but uh, okay. let's see what kind of bonus I have. Zero. Perfect. Sixteen. Uh, the, the tiny cat walks over to you and begins drinking the milk. Now, if this was really true, though, it would have been anything less than a 19, and this cat would have just attacked him for no yeah, reason. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The cat is purring. The foley work going on. Uh, your watch is clear. Who do you wake up next? And do you just swap bedrolls and it's just like a free-for-all? And we just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will wake up uh, Dense next for watch. Ooh. Dense, it's it's your turn for watch. And now your watch is over. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I know somebody like this. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very surreal experience. Uh, All right. So, uh, 100-sided die. Yep. Uh, We're going to roll 84. 
much the same as previous watches, which you may have been briefed on, but you hear shrieks and growls or grunts coming from, uh, you do hear pebbles coming from a couple different directions. Um, roll a perception check, please. Ugh. Nine. Without doing anything extra, you think you see movement up at the top of one of the nearest mountains uh, from where you're located. About how far away? Well, uh, I guess you guys tell me how far did you camp from the mountains? Like it's kind of a, it's an open hilled plain. Like there's no real trees or anything. Right. So how far would you four have camped away? Well, uh, so we would have we would have camped. I think as far away from whatever the tree line is, is. Um, So that way, if there was something approaching, we would be able to see it right away. Then we'll say you see this figure, what you could make to be probably about 100 feet away. Uh, Well, I guess would Dents know who amongst his traveling companions has dark vision? Well, I think if we've been traveling for a 10 day. Yeah. We've gone I through mean, you would have nights, camped. Right? Yeah. So Moot, I think, is the only one. Okay. Well, yeah. So Cicero, the the player, was not aware of who this was. So it would be Tom. Yep. So then uh, Dense, the character, cast the spell Sending. And he sends a message to Moot. Um, he figured Moot would be the one to contact because he's the one who was most recently awake. And uh, he also knows that Moot has dark vision. So the message that you hear, Moot, goes a little something like this. Um, I have good bird eyes, but you can see in the dark and... Uh, I think I see somebody, but only you'll be able to tell me if I really did see somebody. Can you see somebody? Uh, I probably hadn't even fallen back asleep yet before I got this message. Sure, yeah, you're like on the cusp, like you've been tossing and turning, trying to get comfortable, and then dense comes. Well, you're into not your in your own mind. bedroll, yeah, right? so it's yeah. a lot harder. It like you're, trying to, else. you're trying to snuggle with this kitty cat because you think dense might eat it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh yeah, Moot uh kinda heads over to where Dents is and says, oh, okay, uh where show me where. Dents doesn't quite point, but he he like gestures forward with his neck, kinda like kinda like a chicken. Or <laughs> or you know, so yeah, so he just kinda Yeah, moves his <laughs> neck forward. In the Over direction <laughs> of where it was. Uh, you get a vague idea of where you're supposed to be going. Roll a perception check as you're looking and scanning the, the, the mountain. Uh, that's a 16. You're watching for a while. You don't see anything at first. Um, and then you catch like glinting eyes off the moonlight. And you see um, a shadowy figure. Um, roll nature. That is a 17. You see this figure and it looks reminiscent the way it's carrying itself and it's long appendages. Uh, you think it might be a troll. Oh, I think it's, I think it might be a troll. And they said to watch out for trolls. So uh, what, what do we do? 
Well, you don't feed them. And then sometimes if you ignore them, they just go away or they'll get tired. Okay, so maybe we douse the fire to not draw attention to ourselves and maybe he, he won't even notice us? Oh, wait a minute. I think I think trolls don't like fire. Oh, so we should make the fire bigger then. Well, but they get attracted by fire. So maybe leave the fire the same. Okay. All right. Well, but- we'll leave the fire the same. Maybe we'll stand on the other side of the fire, though. So that way he won't come come close to us because we'll be oh. behind the fire. If we're further away from him, then he won't be closer to us. That's a good idea. <laughs> Just got up, so it's, it's hard to parse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this person. Uh, I think I'm going to wake up uh, Glim and Sully as well, because well, we don't just want a troll attack if, if that's what happens and them to be asleep. Trolls, trolls rarely attack. They just like to make a lot of noise. And then when you confront them, they don't have much to say or do. Just don't feed them. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> what? What's there's going a, on? Did there's you- a troll. Huh? Boots or a troll? Uh, oh, nearby. Just just over in the in the darkness there. In the tree line. Oh, should we make ourselves oh, no. more, more dark? Should we put out the fire? Well, that's what I thought, but maybe we just leave the fire? Okay, but then won't the troll come this way? Trolls don't like fire. Okay. That's what I heard. Oh, all right. So... But they don't like... They, they are attracted to fires... But they don't like them. How close is the Because if they touch now? them, they burn. Um, I mean, Moot's kind of been keeping an eye. It doesn't look like it's moved closer. Um, well, right. Maybe we just like would just really quiet. Well, Moot had a great idea. He said that if we stay on this side of the fire, we'll be further away. That that is a good idea. He's right. We are further away now. Because we're on the other side of the fire. That's true. That is how proximity works. Okay. M- Mood must be your leader because he's really smart. Well, I feel like we're kind of like a collective unit and we make decisions like together. Yeah. Oh. Oh, like a co-op. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I once worked in a market and uh, they called that a co-op. I had to go and work in the market in order to get a discount on the food there. But it, but it worked. The sun begins to come up. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> now I want to ask Dens more about trolls. I didn't say, I didn't say the conversation again. stopped. I just said the sun starts to come up. <laughs> Does the troll start lumbering well, away yes. as the sun Can comes Can we up? all see the troll now? What's going on with Mr. Troll over there? A lot of times trolls like to be the first one. And they'll let people know that they're first by saying first. So maybe that <laughs> troll is talking to other trolls in the tree line and letting those trolls know that he's the first troll to see this. So that might be what's happening. Well, you know what? That, that is what, sounds really th- that's important. That's the conversation that's happening as the, as the sun <laughs> rolls up. Perfect. 
Um, <laughs> I assume everybody's just packing up, getting ready to go. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely not standing around being like. Yeah. Uh, Dense Tell me is, more about co-op. Yeah. Dense is just <laughs> handing things slowly as, you know, discussing trills. Uh, you climb back aboard. Uh, so you've got, I guess, two options to continue forward. You can follow the path in the daylight up into the mountains or can go through some of the more uh, less traveled brush. Is the brush shorter? I mean, it's... I mean, in terms of distance, not how high is this grass. <laughs> right, um, is, the br- <laughs> is it overbrush or is it underbrush? Right, is it underbrush? <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily shorter uh, because you're going around the mountains as opposed to through them. Oh. Well, if we were going to go around the mountains, we could have done that at night. I s- assume that we s- we slept so point. that we wouldn't have to go Here. through the mountains. So now we should go through the mountains. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. So at first light, we have as much daylight what are we as even we can. Doing here? It's a really good. You continue point. up and into the mountains. It's less than the. I mean, Glim didn't really have a a, a watch by herself. Um, it was more of a narrated watch at the end there, but. Everybody else, you hear similar shrieks and growls um, throughout the mountains, much less frequent. Um, some coming from deep caverns, and you make it to a bridge that's uh, going over a, a trickling stream. A deep canyon separates the path you're on with the next, and the bridge is fully intact. I would like to check for traps. Okay, roll to investigate. Because who's that trip trapping over my bridge? It's in there, right, right in the, right in the thing. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Investigation. Yeah. Six. Woo. Oh, I would also like to. You guys, this bridge looks fine, in my oh. professional oh. opinion. Uh, let's see. Yep. Well, that's a five. Yeah, I agree with Sully. It looks great. I used to be a bridge of Dune. So, you know. This is one of the best bridges I've seen. I think it's probably totally It's super safe. sturdy, and I just kind of knock on one of the posts at the beginning. Is it? I'm imagining a rope bridge. Yeah. Oh, it is a rope bridge. Yeah. I am just picturing the three Billy Goats <laughs> totally. that I read yeah. to my nephew a couple weeks <laughs> right. ago. I'm assuming it's that's It's for sure like a suspension with. bridge, yeah. right? Over, okay, so it's very... Oh, can okay. a cart go over this? Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, he says, yes. <laughs> Would you guys like the being that doesn't need to cross this rope bridge on foot to fly over and investigate the bridge? Is that allowed, Russ? Absolutely, that's allowed. Whether Everyone can investigate. all of these characters decide they want to do that, that's up to you for. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm going to go check this thing out for you guys. Well, I mean, we already checked the- it, but I mean, feel free. Because it's a free forest. I used to have friends who cross bridges, but now I don't. So, uh, But real soon, you will again. I mean, let's look on the bright side. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... um, So so dense... got dark. (laughs) Where to go from there? (laughs) Really worried about this bridge. Dense, dense, here's what Sully has to say. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe. Maybe. He rolled an eight. So, okay. so looks good. Um, so we've had a five, six, yeah. and everything, an eight. Is a everything split. looks totally mm-hmm. fine. I assume you f- you wow. fly up and go to the other side, or do you come back to your friend? Well, no. So, yeah. So what he did was basically he flew to the front of the bridge, okay. and then he flew around it. 
to see if uh, if any of the boards were okay. were uh, messed up, and then he came back onto the other side. Looks good. And he's just gonna walk walk across with his friend. First eighth of this bridge, looking good, you guys. Right. Uh-huh. Yes, awesome, perfect. Yeah. Listen, it, it perfect. is perfect. He he read the uh, he read the preface of the of the book, and he you know now he's got a feel for uh, what the book. is First all sentence, about. last sentence, done. Yes, there you go. I, done. Are we all convincing enough for Moot? Oh yeah, no, Moot's totally on board. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, wait. if everyone else checked it, uh, he's got to believe. Why would three people not be able to find a simple something? Right. Right. Um, yep. Exactly. So, you guys, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ride in the cart because although this looks like a really well-made bridge, uh, I just think the more weight in one particular spot, like we should spread it out, right? It's just smarts. Well, you guys, yeah. you guys yeah. really are smart. So maybe, maybe it is a collective view. You have co-op smartness. Well, we we each bring something special to the That's amazing. to the situation here. Um, who would like uh, to go first? You know what? I will because I'm super light, and if anyone else takes this bridge down, I don't stand a chance in hell. Sullivan Slate wants to traipse across this bridge. La da 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 da. Okay, I do uh, it. You yeah, you begin walking across and a similar suspension bridge feel. It starts to bounce the further into the middle Whoa. you get. Um, <laughs> you walk uh, all the way over to the other side, and as you pass over and step onto the rocky, mountainous terrain, you hear from underneath the bridge, first. <laughs> damn it I, I think it's one of those damn trolls who always needs to say that they see something first you you were right <laughs> we're okay as long as we don't drop any food I'll go next you walk across the bridge bouncy on the way and you step up onto the rocky terrain on the other side you hear second <laughs> Um, I guess I'll go. Dance, I feel like maybe you should maybe just fly. I mean, I mean, you can walk. You, you're an independent bird. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to. I'm just saying. And then I walk across. Uh, are you uh, bringing the carriage with you? Uh, I don't think so. I think um, we'll just get to the other side and we'll just call Rolf from the <laughs> other side. <laughs> you're not going to walk poor Rolf. He's going to be so scared. Do you think he'll be scared? Okay, I, I can walk Rolf. Scared. Sure. Well, let's put the heaviest person and the cart mm, together fine. and the donkey. It just, yeah. it I, just I feels no right. It's fine. It's no problem. Whatsoever. With okay, this. you step out with Rolf um, and are uh, begin bouncing and rolling along. Um, all of you here straining in the ropes um, as you're walking across, but you make it up and over and you hear from beneath the bridge, third, fourth. Ooh, hey, hey guys. You guys look so great over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over now. Okay. Dense, you walk across, bouncing suspension bridge, step up onto the stone. Fifth. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) You all climb aboard your carriage and head back on your way, and it's on the tenth day, early in the morning. After having stopped in the clearing the night before, that you reach the border of Gerard Thamar. You crest over a large hill and see the tip of a large pyramid off in the distance, alongside the massive methwood forest.
The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Darylith, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Mark Hartless, and Stevie. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. What did I say? Nothing. Just don't you never-ending story this bitch over here. <gasps> don't you, Russ, don't do it. <laughs> this says RP time, so you tell <laughs> we, me how the story we goes. We roll through no problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nobody has childhood trauma. <laughs> uh, Sully screams, thank you for saving... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> now Sullivan's Play has lisp. somehow You're deaf and you have a lisp Turned, <laughs> turned into bowstring flick maybe Just Sully, immediately Maybe Sully always had a lisp But was able to cover it up Because he could hear what he was saying when But he now that he can hear Right, yeah <laughs> now, now I'm scared I'm gonna do it again <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.